What shall we look at this morning? Is this Penny? Penny. I was appreciating the the, the year long class last week. I was um, I had occasion to be very angry <laughs> and uh, and frustrated by a number mm. of things that were unfolding. And mm. what happened in the course of that was what kept dropping in was be here with this, be here for this. You know, I'd be. I'd be all in a turmoil or in some internal rant, and then what would just drop in was, be here for this. And Mm -hmm. it was so helpful because, you know, it just provides that one step back. It didn't necessarily change the feelings, but um, what what it put me in a position to do is kind of look at, well, what, you know, what's generating this? What am I being told? What's the conversation? And, uh, Mm -hmm. And that puts me in such a different position with regard to, what was happening? I wasn't just in a state. I was, I was um, invited to pay attention to it and and learn from it and be curious about it. Uh huh. And and to be with the person having the experience, yeah. not lost in yeah. and identified with, but really being with. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that was a, a very big difference. And and um, you know, it's a it's a kind of um, a kind of friendship with with oneself rather than just um, being in a stew. Yes, yes. And might we say it's a movement from being that person identified in suffering and looking to the mentor for support and uh, guidance and clarity and whatever, and instead, watching oneself move into that mentoring place so that both of those are happening simultaneously in awareness. Yeah, and, and what really provided the, that, that movement was the, was the recording, recording and the two-handed recording. And just seeing, you know, mm-hmm. that, that it was all about an illusion of control and, you know, mm-hmm. that I was being controlled by forces that are totally impersonal and, and you know, the, the delusion was that that shouldn't happen. The delusion was that somehow I should be able to control them. You know, I should be able to control circumstances. I mean, all of that just became clear. And, uh, and, the, and the other thing that really, <laughs> right. uh, and the other clearly thing, insane. Was, clearly and the insane. cause of suffering. Yeah. Yes. And the other thing that came out, uh, in the, when I was doing the double handed recording was, um, that what was possible, I mean, what, what conditioning would, would want me to do is try to, feeling out of control would be to try to get control. And what came out mm-hmm. was that the, the, uh, what, is, what is possible is to, is to move into freedom. It's not all about control. To move into freedom from, from that conditioned voice, that's the issue. And I would never have gotten there, I think, had I not had that wonderful that wonderful voice dropping in saying, just be here with this, pay attention to this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and to get to see uh, the, the craziness that is controlling us, right? That <laughs> I, little, little uh, human being, should be able to orchestrate and control 
the entire universe so that I always get what I want, that things are right. the way they should be according to me. Right. Yes, right. And it, mm-hmm. seems, it, seems, it seems absolutely right when you're caught in it. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. I mean, we, yes, it, because <laughs> we don't get to step back and see it. From that, yeah. uh, from that distance, and then to realize that, what as you say, what uh, as you say, what we're, what we're, what's available to us is freedom from that insanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to be free from life circumstances, but without that craziness of ego, then then we can have that kind of um, what. Uh, uh, centered <laughs> perspective that sometimes things are the way we would like them to be and sometimes they aren't. Yeah. And two other things quickly. One, one is um, it was interesting that, that it took a while for the feelings to change and yet it was very clear to me that I was in a different place even so. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the other thing yeah. was, so part of what, what it was I was up against was what, I, what was like, you know, systems changing, like, you know, um, airline canceling my home flight, my my return flight, and and that kind of thing. So it, it was a feeling of just being up against these kind of big systems that just do what they do, you know. And yes, what struck what struck me was what an opportunity for compassion for how how people people are we are we are stuck in systems, we are stuck in algorithms that are run by other people, and and people all over are trying to negotiate those with no, with no um, concrete mechanisms for doing that and also no practice right. to um, somehow right. get free of that. It's, 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 it really was a source of, wow, um, yeah. this is going on all over and I at least have some means here, both materially and, and in terms of practice to, to address this. Yeah, yeah. And to, to see, have a sense of how out of control in that sense, everything is. Yes. Right? So <laughs> people come up with these systems because, and, the, and it's so egocentric, right? Well, this will work. And there's no, <laughs> there's no thought at all of that downstream implication, right? Yes. Uh, and right. so then it launches. And there are all these people, as you say, caught up at every level from the poor person who's uh, answering the phone or dealing with all of the yes. people who are, you know, it's just, it, uh, we can just feel the, the uh, vibrations of it going out. And, you know, Penny, yeah. the other thing that struck me when you, when you said that, uh, when you were talking about it earlier, is that residual uh, sort of sense of the, so the, the, the vibrations in the body are there, the sensations and the vibrations that, are connected to this um, uh, control that ego has mm-hmm. over us. And mm-hmm. uh, even though we see very clearly what's going on, it takes a while for that to settle, for that to yeah. calm. Yeah. And the thing that struck me as so helpful in seeing that is, so that's what happens in my body, right? I, I, I have a toothache, I take a... Uh, something and and it doesn't just stop immediately it goes on for a while and then it fades away 
And it's such a helpful uh, way to look at karma. Mm-hmm. Because the fact that I've seen something doesn't mean that I'm finished with it. There's that, yes. There can be that lingering right, vibration, the residual everything that's there because this has been going on. And yeah. so again, to have that patience and understanding and compassion for ourselves caught yeah. in a system like that. One time in, in a group, somebody said it's like, um, it's like stars that we see that are actually aren't there, but that the, they are light years away and yes. the amount of time it's taken for the, the beam to reach us, the star may, may, may actually be gone. It's like that. It's like uh-huh. that residual that yes. residual thing lasts even though the source of it may actually be gone. Yes, yeah. And, of course, ego wants to use that against us, right? Yeah. Well, you've seen that. Why are you still... <laughs> and so, so that star image is a wonderful one for that. Well, yeah. because even though it's gone... It takes it takes a while uh, for everything to line up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Siri. Thank you, Penny. This is Michael. Michael. Hey, Sherry. Uh, great to be here. And uh, mm-hmm. so I, I'm looking at a uh, medical challenge opportunity. Mm-hmm. And. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of things about it are interesting to me. One uh, very first thing is I'm just so grateful for practice. I mean, to have a perspective on that. And uh, mm-hmm. I remember you talking a lot about, you know, looking to authority, looking to, you know, authorities in our lives and, um, mm-hmm. you know, not taking things just as they're stated to me. Um, but being willing to yes. sit with them, you know, and explore and do a little research and, and let the emotions settle, um, that's the biggest gift of all of it. Yes, because uh, the body is at least as important as uh, an appliance or a car. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't just take your car to the to the mechanic and then say, okay, well, whatever you want to do, because you're right. a mechanic, yeah, we, 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 wouldn't, right. we wouldn't do that. And so why people are willing to do that with their own body is, is kind of mysterious. It's like, it's just what Penny was saying. You know, it's not mysterious in that it's how just about everybody, at least in this country, approaches it. Um, but as soon as we see it, we can realize that's nuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember a caller to open air a long time ago who who had some back surgery and then, you know, regretted the, uh, you know, the decision. And um, yes. really to kind of go into it wide open, eyes wide open, um, yes. And to, you know, just see, you know, well, okay, you're suggesting this, maybe this surgery, and, well, what if I don't? You know, what if I don't do that? You know, what are, what are the options there? Um, yeah. or, or what if I don't do that right now? Yes, right? yes. And yes. if you get somebody who's going to predict the future, like the guy who told me uh, when I decided uh, not to 
nuke my thyroid and not yeah. to continue on medication, well, it's going to come back and you're going to die. Well, it's nearly 30 right. years ago now. <laughs> uh, so uh, he was not a good predictor of the future, at least not of my future. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. And the other thing I've noticed is that I'm still kind of in a diagnostic, you know, state. You know, there's still kind of some tests to see, yeah. okay, what is actually going on. Yeah. Um, but I've noticed that that's no limitation to conditioned mind to uh, <laughs> ruminate and explore and terrify and, you know, all of that. Yes. So that's just, that's extraordinary to see. Yes, and the, 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 the relationship between those two, right? So the, the um, catastrophizing and the terrifying has always been <laughs> yes. ego's strategy, right? So it doesn't actually have anything to do with your medical situation. Yes. Of course it's going to run the same number on anything. Yes. If you'll talk about money, if you'll talk about uh, health, if you'll talk about relationship, you know, whatever, it's going to run the same place, right? And so you being able to separate those out, right? So yes. I can research what's going on with this, and I can watch when ego wants to come in and, and try to uh, make me miserable. One, I want to do. The other, I, don't, I definitely don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And another, yes. Um, and I've seen the story of, I'm going to be okay when this is resolved. You know, yeah. and as we talk about all the time, well, what if it doesn't get resolved? So yeah. am I just going to be not okay until then? Um, or can exactly. I just be okay no matter what happens? Yes. 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 Yeah. That's it, isn't it? That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. the unconditional. And yes. That's the where unconditional. we're going. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the fear reading, you know, this weekend is just perfect because it's all – it's all exactly that. And it was great to get the, you know, the direct quotes from the fear book, which I haven't read in a while. And, the, you know, the fundamental thing is that it's a, it's a separation from whatever this is. But, yeah. you know, I don't want to separate from my body. My body's done great for me, fabulously for me, yes. you know, for years. Yes, yes. And the other piece of it, Michael, that I know you're looking at is just so, again, with these these particular things that we look at to, to see the, the broader uh, implications. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so th there, there, there you are in this situation, and, um, and there's what ego wants to do, how, how it wants to uh, control you, and how it wants to uh, make it about the future. And as soon as you get to whatever that is, then you're going to. But what you've realized is, no, <laughs> because, I mean, you could be run over by a truck before yeah. any of this plays out, right, as we yeah, know. exactly. And so exactly. being in that, being able to apply that awareness to every, every aspect of life because, again, ego is always running the same plays. Mm. And so... Mm. Uh, so, no, I, I, I want to learn to be right here with everything exactly as it is. 
because this mm. is the only moment of my life. My life mm-hmm. won't actually be any different when, okay, then, uh, you know, whatever happens, happens, and then uh, I get a result that I'm really happy with. Uh, mm-hmm. That's not going to change anything. Yes. We're told it will, but it won't. Right. We know it won't because we've had tons of outcomes yeah. that we were happy with <laughs> nothing changed. And so yeah. the other piece of that that I know you're, you're looking at and that has that kind of broad um, implication is to, to be at peace with whatever we choose. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Same process, right? Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's, there's like a, you know, a potential surgery and, you know, all the risks that go with that. And, uh, yep. yeah, just, you know, whatever happens, if I choose that, then, you know, that could go badly, of course. Um, we hope not. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, just no self-hate afterwards that I've done the best That's looking right. that I know how to do and I made this choice and this is what happened. That's right. I invested that money in XYZ, uh, and it went belly up a week later. <laughs> well, if I had known that, I wouldn't have done that, but I didn't know that. And so no hard feelings. Yes. Right? So just that realization that we are always doing the best that we can. There is no, yes. we don't know the future, and the past is not going to inform us. We're just right mm-hmm. here, right now. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Phil? This is Margaret Jan. Phil. Phil, Margaret, Jan. Oh. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, too, had a really wonderful week last week with um, anger. And um, I think the thing that is, is really change made such a huge difference is this the and I think I talked about it a little bit last week but the noticing the noticing mm-hmm. and uh, the last week something came up that was I think I, what was I doing let's see I was uh, looking at some news on the internet probably it was it was a video and it was um, you know some senators badgering um, the Justice Jack, Justice Jackson, yeah, and mm-hmm. oh, I just felt all this anger, and um, what happened is that same thing that we were describing, where um, I, it kicked in. Oh, notice, just notice. <laughs> so I just noticed, and um, the pro. pro Process or what what happened one right after the other was first there was this this anger and then I just stayed with it stayed with me noticing and it I felt it actually melt into compassion I didn't have to do anything the next thing mm-hmm. I noticed was compassion and it was for um, the whole thing you know me them mm-hmm. her him all mm-hmm. of it. Just that that mm-hmm. kind of thing existed. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. just like, yeah. oh, and that's which, in the world, really, how sad. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. how sad. Well, just that, just that, how sad. It hurts uh-huh. the heart. Why, you yeah. know, that's the, the, the question, why, why do we have to hurt each other like this? 
why? And of course, um, I don't know the answer to that. That would be uh, above my pay grade, as they say. Um, but we can suspect that it's because we, we haven't seen what we need to see. Because as soon as we see it, we don't want to be that way. Until yes. we do, then it's, it's watching really good people, uh, such as yourself, feel so sad and so, so uh, sorry for her and pained, uh, mm-hmm. so much compassion for what she's going through, that it can turn into hatred for the person mm-hmm. who's doing that to her. Yes, and, and if I'm not listening, it could. I mean, if I'm not looking at oh. noticing, oh. and, you know, I can Absolutely. at some point start noticing, but this one was pretty, you know, right in the beginning, and it it was so helpful to not have to go get to that point of, you know, um, mm-hmm. I hate this and this shouldn't be happening and like that. And And what mm-hmm. I saw is that when I kept noticing that – that's the thing that gets me angry the most is uh, like bullying, like, uh, you know, something yeah. bigger that, that, and, and that can't be, that I can't do anything about, so to speak, yeah. because, yeah. but what I saw was that going to compassion is doing something about it, and I started feeling a lot of love, and also that's about, you know, there's the bully that the real bully is um that's right the e- ego yeah uh, yeah it's in your voice. head right it's in, in my, my head. head it's mm-hmm. not actually sitting in a seat in the senate right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so uh mm-hmm. i'm just so um uh, caught up, so to speak, in this noticing and noticing the noticing and just all of it because it's just so, uh, I can, you know, this is, it is it. That's what you and Ashwin have been trying to tell us. I mean, but this is it. This is what we, yes. we can do. Yes. And that's right. in suffering, you know, solve all the world's that's problems. Right. <laughs> that's exactly right. And, of course, ego will come in with, oh, well, that's nice, Phil. So you're feeling compassion doesn't help her, doesn't stop him. Right. Well, th- that's, I'm actually, glad you we don't know that. <laughs> we don't know that. And you know what this led to, actually, is, you know, so I'm feeling, um, uh, or whatever you're feeling, frustrated or, you know, like they're inc- impotent, you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. And yet, by mm-hmm. just staying with it, what dropped in nicely was, okay, Go to vote forward and sign up for um, writing letters, you know. Um, to, and it was like there was, it didn't was like something to do. It just was like the action just dropped in. And it wouldn't have been there if I hadn't just been in that process. That's right. That's so important, Phil. Because, of course, what ego wants us to do is stay in the anger. Let the mm-hmm. anger turn to hatred. And then just be there giving it all the juice from an impotent rage. Rather Mm -hmm. than, okay, well, so one thing I can do, of course, is be exceedingly, treat the next person I run into exactly the way I wish she were being treated. (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. So there, that would be one. And then how might I lend a helping hand? 
and that that drops in as something that mm-hmm. um, that you that you where you could use that energy toward what you feel good about. Now we're not saying that it's a better thing, right? We're not we're not going to go mm-hmm. that far <laughs> because mm-hmm. right, it's right, what right. I think is a better thing, but that doesn't make it a better thing because the person badgering her thinks that what they're doing is the better thing. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a dangerous place. But we can, each one of us, notice, pay attention, do what occurs to us as an activity um, and, and that comes from our version of compassion and then be open to um, what else we might see. That's right, and 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 because this is all takes place in the the big I don't know, of course, and what yeah. is even more in the I don't know is how it, it it just in that moment how it has affected me in the sense of just what you're saying of being more compassionate out in the world, all you know, with other things. Yeah. It it just seems to happen, you know. It's no doing. It's like right. life. Is, can be there and do it, and uh, that's right. And, and I notice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you, Margaret. Hi, Sherry. Um, Hi. This is so um, helpful. Everything that's been said so far, and I'm just so grateful for Sangha about this. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. Um, especially like. Last week, um, all that was shared about anger, um, and one thing in particular um, was shared around how a person's relationship with one of their parents um, made it so seemed so that so difficult that that it she drew this boundary that. Um, that person was then dead to her and she was never going to speak to them again and hasn't, mm-hmm. um, even though... Mm-hmm. And the guidance around that um, is just sort of trying to get through to me um, about how that affected her and how that affected me around explosive anger with my mother. Um, it wasn't... It wasn't always directed at me. It was just directed outward, kind of, but at one of my siblings. Um, And rarely at me, but I was so terrified um, during those experiences. And um, so it feels like a place of fear. You know, it's so connected, anger and fear in a way, for me, that it's inhibited a lot of things. Um, it just, it feels like there's just starting to be some freedom being released around that because um, as was just being shared, it feels like through this practice and, and actually through my relationship with my husband, it feels to me like most of the time he doesn't get angry out he doesn't get angry and express it very very well. it comes out i think I know when he's angry, but through this practice now, 
I don't have to get angry about it. I can, I, I've, I'm, I'm, I, I would call it not fully noticing, but being with what we've been calling just being with it and staying present to it. And that feels well, like if, such if, a... Com- if I may, Margaret, at this juncture, uh, because the focus is on other people. Right? Yeah. The focus is on how your mother was and how your husband is. And, right. you know, they're, I'm sure they're just fine, fine human beings. However, <laughs> they really have nothing to do with you. Okay, because right, right. Ho- however they are is not is not anything um, to do with you, except how you are with you. Mm-hmm. And there's a story that we that so what whatever however we are whatever we do has a story with it, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, I I never I never eat. Um, uh, X Y Z because uh, well I <laughs> I had a friend who got sick eating gazpacho and mm. never ate uh, a pepper again as far as I know I mean it's been decades and still doesn't yeah. doesn't you know so I mean that's understandable we we all know that place but it's really not an excuse right so. What it, whatever now, if we look at her, I would have wanted for her to spend the next decades being all right eating peppers, mm. not spending the rest of her life not eating peppers, because there's no mm-hmm. freedom in that. There is nothing right. about gazpacho. <laughs> I mean, it's nasty. Oh, oh, did I say that? No, uh, it, it, there's nothing about it. <laughs> that is is a problem right the, again with everything yeah. that people have been saying this morning you know the only problems that we have are in our our own head right yeah and so yeah. with that now again it's very much the way uh society culture uh egocentric karmic conditioning self-hate wants us to operate that there's a reason for for what i'm doing and then I get to keep doing it because there's a really good reason. Mm-hmm. And it protects but in awareness ego. Practice, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. In awareness practice, the very good reason is what we want to get past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, I know. Again, it, it, one, one, one other connection there, but... That that's the the um, again the you know when it runs the same play. Mm. That's the kind. That's that's it. It runs the play of well, you have to feel this way because that happened to you. You can't do that because that happened to you. You 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 have to do this because if you don't, then this will happen to you because it happened to you. Okay, so that whole orientation to life takes us away from our opportunity. So I can never uh, study math because I was so <laughs> traumatized in sixth grade by a math teacher uh-huh. that, no, 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 no. That's my reason to study math. Yeah, yeah. That's my opportunity. That's exactly right. Right there, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like yeah. So stepping it's outside Margaret. of the box. That's right. It's Margaret's relationship with anger. <clears throat> and it doesn't, it, again, ego will say, well, but that's all because of how my mother was and how my father was and my sibling. No, 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 no. No, it's not. It's because of how Margaret is. And yes. that's the only place that we can make the difference for ourselves when we take full responsibility for everything about us and set about overcoming the obstacles that ego has put in our path. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and what, I, what I've been looking at is approaching this kind of exactly like that from the way that I've approached fear of heights you know, just being with um, the part of myself that had that episode and had that happen and and going through that with her until we were safe. We felt okay with heights again. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just opening up for me around, you know, more situations where I notice that it's ego driving the car. <laughs> yes. yes, because, because what, what we want is to be fully expressed. Yes. Right? That's, that's how we learn. So again, back to my little math thing, you know, if I learn that I'm actually really good at multiplication, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with that. You know, <laughs> that other stuff, no, I, you know, okay. That, that we can mm-hmm. see that that's going to be very, very limiting, right? But if I yeah, just yeah. throw myself into every situation where math is involved and, and watch what happens, what do I come up against? What says no? What, where, where does the fear hang out? Where does the, yeah, and, I, and I'm yeah. now the one who's going through this. Even the taking mm-hmm. care of somebody in the situation can be a trap if we're not careful. You know, I, I've mentioned this right. person forever who was telling me about how sometimes she couldn't go to work because the part of her who was so afraid to be alone, and I said, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, make a comfy spot and say, I'll see you later and go to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Sherry. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's exciting. It's exciting. There's so much it freedom is. in it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's because, more, tr- there's more then, trust. Margaret, yeah. And the wonderful part is, it, it, it's back to uh, what, what Penny was talking about. You, you know, you're going to be there with her. You're, you're mm-hmm. going to, you're going to be, you're the one. You're the one who wants to be free. Right. Yeah. So if you identify with somebody who's afraid and somebody uh, who's worried about anger and somebody, well, that's, you're going to be stuck there. But if you're the yeah. one who wants to end suffering, who wants to be free, then you, you sally forth. And whatever you encounter, there's that confidence that says, yeah, well, this is what I need to encounter in order to transcend, in order to be free. So... Here we go. Yes, thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
podcast show. Okay. I want to say one more thing, okay? Just because okay, I, yeah. I want to tie it into a bow, okay? Um, okay. Because what eventually, what eventually happens with us is that the, the confidence grows such that the, the fear, the, anybody who would be afraid in you will look to you. They're not going not to look oh. to ego any longer for a story about why I should be afraid or what happened to me. They're going to look to you because Margaret can get us through this. Okay? So wow. whatever it is, yeah. if it's sadness, if it's anger, if it's fear, if it's what, what, whatever, anybody who, you know, the little human being who would turn to ego for protection because that's, that's what's been taught, right? Just turn to ego and ego will tell you how to be safe. Now we have Margaret. We don't, we don't need that phony, false safety any longer. Margaret will get us through it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. A whole different world. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. It is. Thank Jan. You. Mm. Hi, Sherry. That was so helpful. Hi. Great. Oh, good. Oh, very helpful. Um, what, I, what I've been looking at in the last few days since the new assignment came out is, and I, you know, this isn't new. I've probably talked about it many times before, but, you know, it's that seeing it again and, and hopefully even a little more clearly, is for, for me, what I've seen so far in the last couple of days is that fear comes up, you know, it, it, it arises out of not knowing. The not knowing is terrifying for ego, of course. But that's, if I, you know, that's what I identify with, with particular content. I mean, technology mm-hmm. is a perfect example, and I've talked about that before. And that still goes on at times. And then I notice the next pro- the next step in the process is blame and anger, and that just it's yeah. just right behind it. Well, it can't you know it's somebody's fault that I'm in this situation, <laughs> and there's terrific anger around that, mm-hmm. and doesn't go. But what I've gotten to see in from the work last week and just this, this couple days since the new assignment is the story that precedes that the noticing it's of course our noticing that we're practicing like crazy with and it's just been so helpful I mean it's almost come as a surprise at times because I didn't see what in a particular situation what the story that was right there that caused the fear that that, right which is which is what makes the noticing so powerful that's ego's whole deal Drag yeah. you into something that keeps you from ever getting what's going on. Yes. Yeah. So, and, so and there's what, the the go. go well, just the, <laughs> the the fear of the unknown. Um, <laughs> we can see how powerful that is for ego because everything is unknown. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, if if as little kids somebody had had explained to us, yeah, well, you don't have to be afraid of the unknown because. Everything is unknown. You, you can't possibly know the future. So you don't, don't worry about making mistakes because you don't know what's going to happen. You just, you just have to be here, right? And so their, their ego grabs you with this fear of the unknown and it feels completely helpless, right? It's, it's terrifying. I mean, you're just, you're, you're in the jaws of the monster 
right? It's just mm-hmm. terrifying. And so what's going to give you the oomph to get past that? Well, how about a great yeah. jolt of anger that feels powerful and strong and equal to the task? Yeah. It's been there for so long. I mean, that process, that, that habitual response. Um, and it's, it's so helpful, well, for one, what you said about, you know, that we're there, that we, <laughs> we practice to be there for ourselves, mm-hmm. to be with, mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. we're always there to turn to when that, those sensations, that story, whatever it is, comes up. And um, right. it's just been wonderful to see. I mean, I've been practicing with it with technology because I've, <laughs> thanks to last week and this last few days, the timing of everything, timing is everything, right? That mm-hmm. I would, when those sensations come up of fear that I know is going to launch right into blame and anger, there's that stopping, that breathing, the recording sometimes, depending, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Making a different mm-hmm. choice is the main deal yes. because it's being yep. with. And then, right. oh, my gosh, the terror that, that, that causes the paralysis for not being able to see any solution to anything fades away. There's the calming. Mm-hmm. And perhaps we, even we may not know, but we can try something. <laughs> That's, yes. It, it, we're back to Phil, right? Well, you could uh, maybe Google something. You could... That's exactly. Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, exactly. And that's, uh, again, that, uh, the noticing every step of the way because every moment there's something new to notice, isn't there? Truly. And it's also, as what just dropped in, Sherry, is to not be afraid of the fear um, because oh. that that immediate response of blame and, and anger to dissipate that, to fight it back, whatever we want to call that, just noticing the fear of the fear is so terrific. And when, when yes. you can notice that and not have to go with it, wow, talk about a step toward freedom. Yes, 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 yeah. to be in that noticing place. And, well, what is this? What, what, what? Yes, talk about freedom. What are the components of what we call fear? Right. And, of course, what we very quickly get to is, oh, well, we actually know the answer to that question. Right? (laughs) Because it's a bunch of sensations that have a label. Right. Well, and as someone said earlier, it's, yeah, but when you're in it, you know. That's right. No way. No way. But no no way, because it's real. Yes. Because it's so real, right? It's oh. why people want virtual reality. Okay, so, you know, movies used to be a very big deal, right? You could go there and, you, and then movies just got better and better and better. And they, now you've got, you know, you've got all the sound is all around you and the, the picture is all around you. And my God, but that's not good enough. You know, we want horror movies in virtual reality. Mm. Mm. Right? Yeah. And, and, and so, I mean, we, we can answer the question of why, why would that be the case, right? Um, and, and we can see how, um, how ego thrives in these kinds of places because everything is so intense 
It's happening so fast, there's no way a person can pay attention. Mm. I hadn't really, yeah. Oh, that's, that's so true. Everywhere we turn. Everywhere yes. we turn. Yes, and getting more so, more so, more so all the time. Faster, louder, uh, brighter in the sense of uh, colors, not in the sense of intelligence. Yeah, and so the, the noticing is so important because, and again, Jan, you know, um, every one of our heroes, that's actually the thing that they are doing. Now, I don't mean just spiritual heroes. I'm thinking about, you know, back to my obsession with Indiana Jones. But every, mm-hmm. every, everyone who's like that, think of every book you've ever read or every movie you've ever seen, the hero is not caught up. Yeah. The hero is the only one who can stay present and notice. The clear vision. Yeah. The or the, uh, the opportunity for a clear vision. That's right. Yeah. Well, and if you're going to be a hero, you have to have it. You know, you're not going to be in the sequel if uh, right at the <laughs> crucial moment you lost your ability to stay present and see clearly. Yeah. Well, well what, what just dropped in is, and we need to be our own hero. I mean, that's what that's we're practicing. It. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's exa- and that's what people are talking about today, right? Yeah. That, that's the description everybody, everybody has found in that noticing. Oh. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, all right. So this happened, and uh, Ego wants to make it a big huh huh, um, but... I don't have to go along with that. I, I can just notice. And the next thing that we notice is, well, this is not happening to me. I'm not suffering over this. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. if it's a temper tantrum, if I'm noticing it, I'm not suffering over it. It's actually kind of fun. <laughs> oh, well, I just have to say, I am so terrifically grateful for the emphasis on process, on noticing mm. and being with. Mm. I mean, it just seems mm-hmm. like the magic trio, at least for me right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, oh. and uh, with this uh, taking it out into literature and film and uh, that sort of thing, I think it, it, you see uh, it, that it's not just us. It's everywhere. It's, again, hidden in plain sight. It's the mm-hmm. process that's happening. We just don't uh, get to recognize it for what it is, and now we are. Yeah. Yeah, thank goodness. You know, there's thank one you other so thing. Uh, there's always one other thing yeah. I want to say, isn't there? Um, <laughs> uh, and and that is, you know, my teacher used to say the the person with uh, who's most aware in a room has the most power, mm-hmm. which is true. And yeah. so, just to be clear, that that people who are um, able to pay attention. Who, who have an expanded awareness such that they can know, they can see what others can't know and see. Okay, you, you, can, you can think of it as intelligence or however you want to think of it, uh, but the, the fact of the matter is they can see what other people are bamboozled into not seeing, and I don't mean the person who's seeing is bamboozling anybody Initially, yeah, yeah. But Can I have one other? A, yeah. Uh, well, I just just to finish that, it is a mm-hmm. power. 
it is a power that we want to use for good. We want to use it in the way people have been describing so that it makes us kinder to the next person we meet. It makes us more compassionate because as we see more clearly, we see opportunities that ego would love for us to exploit. Yeah. The, the only the what I was going to add to that is just the courage. I think that at times the a family member was in a group situation where um, she had that clarity, and it was an unfortunate group discussion. I mean, seemingly going more destructive in the conversation, mm. and mm. she saw that, and it was hurting. I, I think it was really hurting her heart. <laughs> And she has the skills, luckily. To, she, she stepped in and said, I, I'd suggest, you know, that we end this conversation and make a couple other things. And everybody just, you know, it was a sigh of relief and they ended the conversation. And she wasn't the person in charge of the, com- of the call. <laughs> and it's exactly uh-huh. what you're pointing to, I think. Um, yes. Having that clarity, yes. that's where the power is. Um, yeah, but to, be, to use it in that, from that heart place. That's yes. right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and oh, we can have so great much. sympathy with people. We can have great sympathy with people who are so invested um, in in that ego place that we all know well and and struggle with uh, that they they can't get to compassion. They're in yes. retaliation. They're in you know equal, e- e- uh, uh, evening some kind of score that they're perceiving um, and. So the staying with it, staying with the noticing, 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 mm-hmm. uh, that's the kind of thing that we see too and, and realize that, that we make the choices that we want to make um, from, from conscious, compassionate awareness. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. What a practice. <laughs> what a practice. And you know, <laughs> you, Jan, so I'll tell you, Decades ago, decades ago, my teacher uh, said this very thing to me, and I had no idea what he was talking about, none whatsoever, taken a very long time to, um, to get it. But he said, you must never be an undue influence. Mm. And that's what he was pointing at. As, as, mm-hmm. as we see more and, and can see more clearly, it, it is possible to manipulate people, um, and we must be very careful not to fall for that because, of course, ego would still like to be right there with, well, but it's for their own good. It's for, uh, you know, it's for a good purpose. It's, mm, no, no, same process. <laughs> yeah, undue influence. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank, thank you, Dan. <laughs> Go happy. Go happy. Chris. Chris. Hey, Sherry. Hey. Um, so lots to appreciate about all the conversations so far. And one thing in particular was a previous caller mentioning that uh, she had had a good week with anger. And uh, <laughs> just... Re- I like that phrasing. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was just perfect. You know, if other people were listening mm-hmm. in, they would think we're all nuts. Um, and uh, and then we're all set up for a good week with fear next week. So you know how can yeah. we go wrong with, with all of that? So and then who knows what's next? Um, who knows? Anyway, what's so what next? I've been yeah, exactly. Um, uh, one of the things I've been looking at is 
let's see. Um, uh, I don't know if I'd call this a practice or not, but just this kind of general awareness of uh, like a question that would be at, I would be asking kind of in terms of my own experience. Um, and not so much recently, but I remember earlier on this would be true. So uh, be something like, is there an I having an experience? Uh, kind of a litmus test for, well, is there an identification that's active here somewhere? And, uh, of course, I mean, part of what I can see now is uh, that, that, yeah, <laughs> who was asking? And then and where would I be looking to get that answer? You know, because it would always come back, mm-hmm. well, yes, there is, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, uh, and like that. And so that kind of uh, uh, is actually uh, uh, kind of not, not really getting the source of that to start with. Um, it's actually a pretty good practice, so not to, I mean, it's, it's very humbling, for one thing, um, and then uh, uh, practicing not to letting, not letting self-hate get a hold of uh, the answer, which is, of course, well, nearly all the time there's an I having an experience in one way or another, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which I think just, just basically says that conditioning is active all the time and really doesn't oh, say that constantly. much about whether I'm identified or not. So, right. That's, that's um, right. So, so that's not a surprise. Um, and then just, well, Chris, just recently kind of, Chris, uh, it, it, oh, yeah. If I may, just, oh, just sure. about that. Um, and maybe this is where you're going. But uh, so to, to ask that question, it, that process can only come from outside the, the question. Okay? Uh, so, say say well, that in another way, be, sure. There has to be enough disidentified awareness to ask the question. Because I'm exactly. sure that there were times when I was there just experiencing like mad, uh, yep. but there wasn't an, a broad enough and expanded enough awareness to question that. And, so, yeah. and then ego, of course, would want, then the answer is, well, yes. And then you're meant to <laughs> feel bad for not being right. disidentified, but you were disidentified or you couldn't have asked the question. Yeah, yeah, exactly so. So a quick, uh, what, uh, sleight of hand by conditioning kind of yes. shuffles it back into yeah. its court uh, in that way. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as it's uh, come up recently then, um, so if that question gets asked, then I come back with, uh, yes, and is there an awareness of that? And, of course, there's, the answer to that is always yes. <laughs> it's like perfect. Yes. Um, and mm-hmm. then um, the, the uh, advantage there seems to be that it takes the duality out of identified and disidentified, so it's no longer a good, bad, yes, no duality, but it's more of just an undulation that can uh, have its freedom while I have mine, I guess is how I would say it. Yes. Well, and it, to me, Chris, the, the thing that you're, you're closing in on or pointing us to or however we want to talk about that is that there's a, a remarkable <laughs> difference between discrimination or differentiation mm-hmm. and separation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so in so, awareness, yeah. there's discrimination, and then in uh, identity, there's, a, there's separation. And That's the discrimination, right. the awareness discrimination part of it 
as we've always been talking about, that makes all the difference. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, because uh, you know my favorite one is if you want to leave the room, it's really important to know which one is the wall, which one is the window, and which one is the door. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. And there. And there's no duality in that, which really uh, ego really uh, is not happy about because it only exists in duality. Yeah. Right? So, so yeah. it has to make something the right answer and the wrong answer. But what you're describing is um, <laughs> if, if you are noticing an identification with ego, well, that's, that's kind of the definition of awareness practice. Yeah. Right? Then the only way to, to perpetuate that and to maintain suffering is to make that wrong. So then there's an ideal that that shouldn't be happening. You, you're you're going to get to the place where you never identify with ego, which is a completely ego-identified place. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's, yeah. it's wild. It's very wild. Um, yeah. And with that, too, that experience of, I think, Allah, the last Musings article, that uh, that once identification and disidentification isn't an issue, in quotes, then uh, there's freedom to kind of explore that handshake with the, the, the friendliness of the unit of the of, the, of life. Um, and uh, if that makes any sense, that uh, Oh. Kind of yes. getting to that point where, uh, how would I describe it? Something like uh, uh, awareness is just, I don't know, how, how the, uh, uh, like a, ref, a re, you know, I'm just reflecting the, the friendliness that's in life in some way. Um, well, rather uh, than put, awareness, any, aware of awareness. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it's only when we leave awareness and get into ego's dualistic world that any of this becomes an issue. Awareness doesn't seem terribly concerned that we no, can identify with the ego. In yeah. fact, it seems to be the way we realize the difference between being in awareness and what that life experience is and being identified with ego. Yeah. Yeah. So it's informative and uh, freeing, and and only ego wants to make it a contest. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Just another telltale sign of ego in action. Yes. Stealing the and attention again, away. Yes, and and it's it's so perfect. It, it it's such a a demonstration of of practice in action that we go, ah, oh, <laughs> I see. Well, that's very good. There you are. That's, right. There, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. I hadn't seen you hiding out there. You're right. Okay. Yeah. And then it's always, always fun. delightful. Yeah, it's yeah. always fun. Instead yep. of the one more thing that I'm going to discover about myself that I need to feel bad about. Yeah. Yeah, I recently heard someone say there is no there is no losing here. It's either winning or learning. Yes, yes, and we could say it's uh, it's it's actually all learning. And so I'm sure those two are all one experience. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Precisely. The winning and losing is ego, and the learning is awareness. 
Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, very good. Thank you. Uh-huh. And I think this is where we say thank you, everybody. Go happy.